It's time to jump into the Wayback Machine and go back to the 80s. I am your host, Golden Jay, and with me, as always, is Frankie Vegas. Hey. And we are here to take you back, back to one of the greatest decades ever. So let's begin. Hey, what's going on? No, you know, I'm just uh, living the dream. Living the dream. <laughs> oh, hey, this man. is my dream, man. This is it? Man, yeah. I, you know what? Um, uh, hopefully, uh, this could be the full dream, and yeah. hopefully, we'll get there and someday. And mm-hmm. and uh, as I research what it's like in the podcast world, we're going to be in this for a while before we get to the dream. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, a lot of podcast, you know, they got a lot of money behind them. You know, you look like the Joe Rogans and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you know, Joe but, Rogan is actually the number one. Yeah. In all of podcasting world, he is number one. I have never listened to his podcast. I have not either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid that I will start listening to it and then get addicted to it. And yeah, I'll be like, exactly, Shit. exactly, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if I can just, you know, if we can just get, you know, a substantial number of views, you know, and... And, you know, um, know that we're reaching people, you yeah. know, I'm fine. And having fun. Yeah. I, uh, you know, you know, the empire is huge. Mm-hmm. It's seven podcasts big. And uh, um, we definitely have our heavy hitters and we have our not so heavy hitters. But all of them are fun. And everybody who works at these put everything into it. And I am extremely grateful. And. I just, I don't know what else to say. I mean, yeah, it, everybody's working hard for nothing, and I mean nothing. We we are still working at trying to, yeah. you know, make some money. So if you're so inclined, go to Golden Mojo ENT and click on the merch store. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have some new merch up there. We have a hoodie. We have uh, some hoodies. Oh, we got a hoodie now. We have hoodies. Oh, I, we have um, a really cool uh, pint glass. So, uh, yeah, there's a couple I, new I items. Gotta, I got to get the hoodie. You got to get the hoodie? Yeah, hey, my birthday's coming up September 23rd. Anybody <laughs> wants to buy me one? <laughs> then it already passed. No. It, Is it? I don't know. We'll have to sit and do the math. Oh, we'll have to, oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe when this comes out, it might have passed. What, but. what is today? Okay, if it's past my birthday, Christmas is coming Christmas up, is Halloween, <laughs> Thanksgiving, if you feel inclined to give me a gift. There you go. There no, you I, have ki- I kid, I kid. Don't, <laughs> don't buy me anything, please. Buy yourself one. Nice yes. Golden Eddies hoodie. But yeah, hoodies are up, um, pint glasses are up. I thought I did something else. Um, I'm going to do a beanie. With uh, with our oh yeah, an embroidered beanie. I was thinking of beanie baby. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, I don't think those things are a big thing anymore. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, the Frankie Vegas beanie baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'd rather be a Funko. The you want to be a Funko Pop? Yeah, dude, wouldn't that be the shit? Oh yeah. You know, you can actually have your own Funko Pox made. Oh, yeah, but know. it's expensive as hell. Is it? Yeah, uh, my buddy Cletus Farmer. Cletus lived. Farmer, then that's yeah. right. Yeah, I knew yeah, that. He had yeah. one, and I guess it cost. He only got one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but well worth it. I don't know. I, I I might have to look into that and see how much it costs. Can you imagine a Golden J Funko Pop? That'd be cool. I We need a Colton one, though. So we just sit there and hit his head. <laughs> <laughs> Smack him around. <laughs> Bing. Knock him off the desk. Get off here. <laughs> Sorry, Colton. I love you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, brother. <laughs> I'd die on that hill. Let's see. What else can we steal from them? <laughs> All the call, guys. If you ain't listening to uh, uh, the Golden Ladies, you should definitely go check out the call, guys. Um, Colton and Chico do an amazing job reviewing movies, you know, TV shows, all the stuff that they're, that they're into. It's a great show. The call guys, the part call of the guy. golden mojo, mojo empire. Oh, yeah. Hey, we will push any show in the golden mojo empire. Absolutely. As much as we'll push our own. You yeah. Know? We were just talking a little bit ago about, you need to go, uh, back and, uh, check out quarter books and booze's, um, um, 
the Hunger Games the episodes, Hunger Game, yeah. Yeah, because I've actually read those books. Well, you mm-hmm. know that they did, um, uh, what is it, the story of songbirds and snakes or... Yeah, I knew which that. Which is like a prequel to the Hunger Games about uh, President Snow coming up and okay. all the things he did. Okay. Uh, they're coming out with a movie sometime this year. So they, they did the book, but uh, um, I don't know if you want to listen to that and spoil the movie if you want to ever watch the movie, but... Huh. I um, read the book before I watched the movie, so... Right on. So you need to read that book before you go see that movie, is what you're saying. Yeah. Or you could just listen to Court of Books and Booze podcast, and yeah. Yeah. you don't have to read the book. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what were those things called in high school that we had, those yellow and black books? So if we didn't want to read the book in school? Cliff uh, Notes. Cliff Notes, yes. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So they're like the Cliff Notes. Yeah. <laughs> the Court of Books and Booze is the Cliff Notes of the <laughs> 2023... <laughs> There you go. Um, I can see their new T-shirt now. I don't need clip notes. I've got a quarter books and booze. <laughs> Start working on that. I love it. I love it. Okay, Skywalker, get on that. <laughs> Work up that logo. Oh yeah. So what's been going on? Uh, yeah, not not a whole lot different. You know, I pretty much. Same boring life as I've always had, you know, <laughs> now as I'm old. But, yeah, just kind of. What does your week consist of on a normal week when there's nothing major going on? Um, I mean, obviously you go to work. I go to work. Um, I have to take my wife to the doctor if she's got an appointment after you know, I get home. Right. Um Sit around, watch TV, talk to the wife. What know? do you What do you guys watch together? What do we watch together? We watch all the reality TV. Oh, you guys are reality junkies? Yeah, we watch, you know, about anything that uh, Gordon Ramsay's on, she, she <laughs> wants to watch. And we watch Survivor, Big Brother, you know, all that. The Challenge, we watch all that. Um, Except uh, that she doesn't like, like The Bachelor and stuff. She won't watch that. The only the only one that I ever watched, I watched one full season of The Bachelor, and it was only because The Bachelor was that guy from Warsaw. Yeah. And, you know, it was actually interesting to me to, to watch that as a hometown boy, you know, yeah. doing I'm that. I was going to watch that one, and I just... It was, it, was, it was really fun. It was really cool to see him come back to Warsaw yeah. for, you know... Uh, for one of the he brought one of the girls back here yeah and and they put this whole annual fall <laughs> fest yeah bullshit it, ain't ever had a fall fest don't ruin <laughs> the re- reality tv yeah no i'm i'm no i'm gonna be honest <laughs> don't try to say like oh we have this every year no we don't <laughs> but it was really cool to see him go into rex's you know some of the some of the places that we've you know been to for years and oh, yeah. and going you could probably of, tell some stories about Rex's oh my you? god so <laughs> you want a, you want a quick story oh yeah we talked about this in the golden odyssey series we, we talked about this in the golden odyssey series um we actually had uh a thing we talked about women who flashed us in those days and and i was in a band called voodoo rain and um with uh, you know uh, Brad Hargrave and and Chris Gray and and Billy Bickerstaff and Ryan Nickham, they was all in this band. I had a guitar that when you flipped it up, it said "Show me your tits." It was I had a I had a vinyl sticker nice. made for this guitar. Nice. I miss D signs, man. They used to hook me up and take really good care of me, but. Um, so we're in there one night, and uh, this is pre-Brad meeting his wife and, you know, and, and all that. It's a very young band, and and uh, he's talking to these two girls, and he call, he's like, Jerm, come over here. And I'm like, what's going on? He goes, he goes, I'm just telling these girls that when they see the sign on the back of the guitar, they have to do what they what it says. And I'm like, yeah, ladies, I mean, it is part of the show. If you don't do what it says, then the show will be completely ruined. <laughs> like, oh, okay. So 
we're on stage, we're doing our thing. Brad's on the one side, I'm on the other side. And uh, the, these two girls are dancing. And, because if you go to Rex's, it's a split stage. You know, you yeah. walk in the front door through the band. Yeah. And he's on the other side, and those girls are over on his side. And, and they're, you know, they're dancing. And he's like, Germ, it's time. So I jump over to the other side of the stage, and I'm rocking out. And I said, are you ready? And they're, they're like, yeah. And I flip it up. One of them did it. <laughs> one of them didn't. Oh. I'm like, okay, you know, if you're shooting one for two, you know, that's still not bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Most of the time they're like, fuck you, how are you doing that shit? <laughs> so my buddy John Baker is in-house with us that night. He had come down to see the show. And um, if you don't know John, John is an amazing banjo player. Um, played in uh, a lot of really great bluegrass bands. And I'm not a big bluegrass guy, but I loved him. I loved going and seeing him play. And he was in a. He recorded an album with a band called uh, uh, Homespun. And it's it truly is one of my favorite albums ever. It got a lot of great songs. And the guys wrote about stuff around here. So like Backwater Lake was a song on there, and mm-hmm. Riddles and Dreams. So if you get a chance, go check out Homespun. So John's sitting there, and uh, we finished the set, and I'm standing. We're back there by the soundboard, and we're just chatting. We're just, you know, talking music like we always did. And the girl who didn't walked by me, started to walk by. And I just loudly said, and then, you know, they get this girl that says she's going to do something, and then she doesn't do it. (laughs) And the girl fucking stopped dead in her tracks, turned and looked at me, hands me her drink, Fucking lifts up her shirt, but her she still got her bra on. And I was like, "All right, you know, I'm like, boom, up come the bra, boom, everything come back down." She tucked, you know, put it all back in. She grabbed her drink, turned and walked away. And I turned and looked at John, and John turned and looked at me, and goes, "Thank you." <laughs> I love that. That is awesome. It's, you know, it, it's it's the rock star mentality there, you know. I didn't wonder who the girl were. I wonder if I knew them or not. Um, I have no idea. I have no idea who she was. I mean, that was that was part of the beauty of it. I, I, don't, I never found out, and I probably never will. And yeah. she's probably listening to this podcast going, you motherfucker. <laughs> but, yeah, there you go. That's the... Uh, there's the booby story of the of the mm-hmm. uh, uh, podcast today. Right, well, what else is going on with Jeremy? Gordon? I don't know. I'm just thinking about boobs now. Yeah. <laughs> boobs. <laughs> Listen, man. Um, uh, you know, I, uh, I I'm I'm excited to say this. Hopefully, it'll come to fruition. Um, we as we record this over the last weekend, we did the families helping families. Uh, we had the truck show. I actually DJ'd the truck show where I just set up my equipment and, and played music outside before I went in and performed later that uh, later that evening. And uh, I'm sitting there talking because the rocket chick went with me. She always goes with me for this for this particular charity because it's a it's a great event. It means a lot. Um, definitely look into it on Facebook. It's called Families Helping Families. Uh, we would love donations. We still would love donations. They still need to get through. Uh, there's a ton of families down in the Fulton County area that are in need of diapers and uh, formula. And we would love to keep donations coming in all year round. So if if you're up for it and you feel the need, please send me uh, some stuff or get a hold of me. You can find me on Facebook or through the email, thegoldenimage80s at gmail.com. If we can work something out, if you feel like donating to what is a great cause, uh, diapers and formula is what is the big need, that, and they give it away. Yep. So we're sitting outside and we're doing uh, we're doing our thing, uh, just kind of chilling. It was hot. We had a nice shady spot to set, and uh, we were talking about the studio and in all. You know, we've got the podcast room kind of set up, and and uh, I said, you know, I need to get out there and, and get all this stuff cleaned up. Um, I need to get the recording computer out and I need to go out and start making music again. I need to start making some music. I need to adjust myself away from editing podcasts and go make some music to fill in the extras, you know, cause I have a shit ton of extra time. 
you know, because I miss making music. And, you know, it becomes more prominent at that point when we're doing a show, how little music I, I'm not making anymore. And I looked at her and I said, you want to record an album with me? And you know what she said? Hell no. She said yes. All right. I was like, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so hopefully as we get into the winter months here when, you know, the campground shuts down and we, we kind of slow down a little bit, you know, for all the things we go out and do, we're going to get out here, get this set up, and actually, you know, work on writing some music and record an album. I think cool. I'm super excited about that. So I think it would be killer. Yeah, he didn't ask me, so. Have you Whatever. heard him, have you heard him sing? You may have. <laughs> hey, I used to do a do karaoke. <laughs> Jeff well, Frazier had me audition for a band. I couldn't have been that bad. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, we'll get you in, you do some backups for us or something. We'll figure something out. We will definitely figure something out. It'll be fun. Oh man. But yeah, that that I'm looking forward to that. Um, you know, until then we're just uh focusing on podcasting and and building the empire. So, been a lot of that. Sounds fun. Yeah. Bobby's sister's coming into town here in a couple of weeks. So, uh, obviously, by the time this releases, that'll have been passed. But looking forward to that. That would be Logan's mom and dad. Uh, you know, you might remember him from Team Teos. Um So, yeah, looking forward to doing the, them, seeing them. I haven't seen them since Gunner's wedding, which has been a little over a year. So, he lives so far away. Texas. Texas. Louisiana. All down through there. Um, other than that, yeah, that's pretty much it, bud. All right. yeah. You just get fucking stories from me like crazy, don't I you? I do. I love listening to your <laughs> stories. I just sit here and just... I don't have to talk. I'm so I full of myself. And just, I talk all the time. Yeah. I listen to you talk, and I can just throw in a smart-ass <laughs> comment here and there. And <laughs> like, you didn't ask me to come fucking sing with you, you <laughs> son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. What do you got for me? All right. Are you ready for the question of the pod? Eighties edition. I missed it. I missed it. You missed it. I missed it. You missed it. I did. Damn it. Oh. Well. What are we doing? Oh, the question of the pod. Eighties edition. Oh, God, I got it that time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hit me with it. Okay. I had two, and I'm trying to decide which one I wanted to do. You want to flip a coin? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll ask you this. Now, okay. if you could go back to high school. No. No. <laughs> and, and retake a class that you wish you would have paid more attention in, what class would that be? There's a long pause for a reason right there. Yeah. Uh, why don't you tell me what yours would be? Oh, I always I, ruin yours by saying. Yeah, no, like, mine. Yeah, you do. <laughs> we, we we share a brain sometimes. No, um, mine would be like history, social study type classes, government, econ, because at the time I had no interest in those classes. I would fall asleep in those type of classes. Uh, now I'm interested in that. So, yeah, I would love to have gone back. I Maybe I think I could have done great in those classes now. Hmm. But that that's just kind of, I found them really boring at the time. Right, know? right. Like, like, I don't need this in life, you know. Have you found that you needed it in life? Oh, no, I don't okay. <laughs> Don't need it in life. But, well, maybe econ, you know, a little bit to figure out the government, but... You know, for that. But right, as far as right. history, social studies, no, nah, I haven't had to use it, but I find it interesting now. Very cool. Very, very, I can understand that. Mm-hmm. Actually, sometimes, and it's very, very rare, uh, I often think that I wish I'd have been able to understand and paid more attention to, like, biology and then moved on to chemistry. I think I would probably would have enjoyed that. But, man, I was fucking, you know, no lies. At that age, when I was taking those, I was going to be a rock star. Oh, yeah. You know, that's what I'm going to be. I don't fucking need biology and chemistry. I I don't know that I ever actually took chemistry. I think I just squeaked by on biology because Bobby basically got me through it because I could not sit. But 
you know, I think now I think it might be more interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah. Not that, you know, not that I go out and buy biology books or read through that, but I'm just kind of thinking of some of the shit that we did back there, setting things on fire and, <laughs> you know, playing with chemicals. Yeah. yeah. If I had to pick, that would probably be it. Yeah. Um, uh, we never did have any business classes. Yeah. We didn't, I mean, you know, like you said, you had eco and. Econ. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and stuff like that. But I mean. If we had had like a starting your own business class, I probably would have been like, "That's what I wish I'd have paid more attention in." Yeah. We had general business, and we had to take that. That was like a required class our freshman year. You know, I did terrible at because I just had no use for school. Right. Yeah, you know, it's not right. You know, but at the time, you know, I just yeah. At the <laughs> time, you didn't give a fuck. Yeah. You know, it's like, I, do you think that we're doing it backwards? Do you think that maybe we should? Wait till we're older and then go to school. Maybe I don't know that. I mean, they, I mean there's a lot of pros and cons. How do in they that say sure. that youth is wasted on the young? young yeah, mm-hmm. for one hundred percent. Just give them fucking uh, pop tarts and make them run around in circles till they're like twelve, and then put them <laughs> in school. Huh? I don't know. Yeah. Like I yeah. said, pros and cons. Pros and cons of that for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I would have. I'm kind of struggling on that question. So yeah, I. I Trying to think of something good, you know, but yeah, man, it, it I didn't just, come to my. I mean, you can only come up with one, you know. Yeah, if you want, you know, I'll let you take it one week if you. Oh like. no, you're doing a great job. The questions okay. are fucking wonderful. You're yeah. doing a wonderful job. Yeah, like I said I had two of them. I'm kind of going off about. He was playing with both of them, but I playing with both of them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> couldn't decide which one I liked better, <laughs> left or right. I mean, <laughs> shit. Yeah. That was a wholly different direction. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you ready to get into today's uh, topic? Yeah. All right. Let's do this thing. All right. Held on March 29th, 1987, this was the third annual professional wrestling pay-per-view event pres- presented by the WWF, now the WWE. Mm-hmm. Taking place in the Pontiac Silverdome in Detroit, Michigan. This event is considered to be the pinnacle of the 80s wrestling boom for one reason and one reason alone. The main event. Of course, the main event is Hogan versus Andre and the event is WrestleMania 3. Oh, yeah. Take it away, Frankie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this was like a really big in the wrestling world. This was huge. I mean, WrestleMania three, uh, it became kind of more of what you see now in WrestleMania. Right. It was kind of the grandfather of. Yeah, but, well, if you think we 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 done an episode on WrestleMania one where we talked about uh, everything that was going on. This was. Being number three, they kind of had that feel of how it was going to work. Yeah. And now we need to work on the entertainment side of yeah. WrestleMania. Yeah, because like the first, like the first two, had you know just like a handful of matches that really meant anything. Right now, once you got to three, every one of those matches had a story. You know, they just. It wasn't just putting two guys in the ring together. Right, it was right. actually something that can't. I can't say the word, but that came together throughout. I, I, I know the word I want to say, but I can't get it out of my mouth. Accumulated. It just, it formulated till it got to, I don't know. <laughs> Words man. are hard, Frankie. Words are hard. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Hey. Oh, well. But anyway, yeah. So all these matches were things that had been happening on the TV shows. Right. Building up to WrestleMania three. Uh, the big one, of course, was Andre the Giant challenging Hulk Hogan for the title. And and the way they did it, you couldn't do it nowadays with the Internet. And, right. Because they made it seem like Andre, you know, he's a seven-foot, 500-pound dude, you know. He's never been slammed, never been pinned. Yes, he has. <laughs> but, you know, you didn't have the internet and all that uh, stuff back then. So, 
you know, they had it all built up where you have Hulk Hogan, you know, this great champion against the guy that's never been beat and right. you know, never been body slammed. So, you know, they were really building this up and it all started with um Hogan getting a trophy for, you know, his like being four years being the champion and yeah. all, what he gave to wrestling and Andre come out shook his hand but it was very tight very stiff handshake right, right? um well um well andre was presented with a the next week a smaller trophy <laughs> and hogan came out we're gonna congratulate him and then everything became about hogan and i believe andre just kind of left the ring kind of yeah pissed i off. think yeah, it's something to do with uh, he just kind of looked at him and just yeah just walked out and 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 Hogan took offense to that. Then I it sounds to me like Hogan's kind of a personal diva. Yeah. <laughs> well, think about. I mean, if you really think about it, if you know anything about wrestling, Hulk Hogan can't keep a friend. <laughs> I mean, everybody he's ever tagged up with ends up just turning on him. True. True. You know. He's supposed to suppose they can figure out what the uh, the common denominator. The, <laughs> <laughs> we were just having a discussion about. <laughs> yes, we were early on. But, um, yeah, it's funny because, like you said, Andre comes out to congratulate him on uh, uh, what was it? He got a trophy for the WWF World Heavyweight Champion for three years. Oh, three years. Yes. Okay. Um, so Andre comes out, shakes his hand, and then he's like. He shook my hand a little hard. It's like fuck you, dude. Come on, man. Really? That's the that's the angle we're gonna play this storyline. I got a hard handshake. It was a little firm. The dude is five hundred and twenty five fucking pounds. His hands as big as your head. You're lucky he didn't squish you. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, man. Go on. But yeah. Well, then I think it comes down to. I uh, believe the Roddy Piper. Well, the- all of this is going on on the Piper's Pit, which yeah. is, you know is like Roddy Piper's little uh, interview thing yeah, that he does Piper's in the Pit, ring. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he got his little show that he yeah. does on you know, the weekly television show called <laughs> the Piper Pit. So you got a show inside of a show. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, so. He's talking to Jesse Ventura, Jesse the Body Ventura, Governor Ventura, if you will. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> he wasn't governor of Minnesota. <laughs> We're fucking crazy, <laughs> man. <laughs> the people we will vote for. Hey. Well, not us. No, I don't know. That's only those Minnesotians. <laughs> but, yeah. Hey. But, yeah, so, and he was saying, hey, I know something about Andre you don't, you know, blah, blah, blah. And... I don't know what was going on. So he was like, okay, I can produce Andre. Can you produce Hogan? You know, and Piper's like, yeah, okay, well, I can do that. You know, so he had to go and his arch enemy, Hulk Hogan, you know, he had to go and kind (laughs) of, kind of grovel to him, say, you want to come on my show? And (laughs) I guess Jesse and Andre want to say something. And so, well, the next week they both show up, but Andre shows up with Bobby the Brain Heenan. Fucking Bobby Brain Heenan. Bobby the Brain fucking Heenan. <laughs> Probably the best manager ever. of all time. Yeah. yeah. Well, he was like, he feuded with Andre big time. So this was like a big shock thing. Right. Because you know? he absolutely hated Andre, and Andre hated him, you know, because, you know. He was constantly feuding with people that he managed, you know. Right. John Studd, King Kong Bundy, whoever <laughs> else. Um, but anyway, he um, he comes out, and Hogan's like, What are you doing, brother? Why is he here? <laughs> and, that was really good. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, and he's like, 
I won a title match, you know, something like that. <laughs> I won not as good. <laughs> not as good, but, you know, I can, who can do all? I can't do all. I went to practice. I needed to practice. Yeah. But anyway, you know, so, you know, Bobby Heenan starts chiming in. You never respected Andre. You say he was your best friend, but you never offered him a title shot. Right. You know, and all this good, you know. Poor Andre, you know. Poor, poor, poor Andre. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's how. That's what a good manager does. He uh, he starts pushing buttons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And so, to give Hogan something to talk about or to think about, Andre reached over, grabbed his shirt and his crucifix, and just ripped it off a of Hulk Hogan. Had blood coming down his chest, which I think was accidental, but it worked out really good, <laughs> you know. Was the crucifix what what uh, what marred him? I don't. I'm not sure. I think that's probably like what an it was. Andre needs to trim his fucking fingernails. <laughs> yeah, that's a big thing in wrestling. Trim your damn fingernails. Oh, I believe it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, um, so Andre and Bobby. The Brain Heenan and Jesse Ventura all walk off, and he's Hogan down on his hands and knees, shaking and you know all confused. And what's he saying? He's like, "Why, why, why?" No, no, no. How's he saying it? <laughs> why, brother? Why, brother? Why is he doing this, Roddy? Why is he doing this? <laughs> and he's like. I don't know. I think I sounded more like Savage on that one. <laughs> they both sounded the same. I mean, to be honest, they both sounded the same. That was real. That was pretty good, man. I like that. Yeah. So, I think it was the next week. Hogan back on Piper and Pitt, and Piper's like, "Are you going to challenge him? Are you going to challenge him?" And Hogan's in there doing the full shaking thing, got his head like shaking no, and then he goes, yeah! <laughs> and then he raised the he arm raised and the whole fucking arm. crowd yeah! goes nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so it was the whole, you know. The, it was a whole buildup. Whole, whole, yeah. whole buildup every week, you know, something, yeah. you know. And, well, and the thing is, like, and I've I've watched a lot of documentaries on this and stuff, and I get there was a point that Hogan was actually scared Andre wasn't going to put him over. It's interesting because mm-hmm. if you actually watch interviews now, mm-hmm. um, you're one hundred percent right. It, where he, you're talking interviewing with Hogan, or and there was a couple other ones that were in that that interview uh section two where they talked about nobody knew whether andre was going to let hogan win that match because yeah. i guess andre is one of those if he didn't want you to win you weren't going to win right he well wouldn't let you <laughs> you ain't really going to make him no yeah he's no. he's going to do what he wants to do i mean but you know this was kind of set up because andre wasn't at this point was starting to come down yeah. to where he wasn't what he was and it like it the match, you know, we can talk talk about the match, you know. If you watch it, and if you know anything about wrestling, you could tell it was not a good match, really. Didn't okay? Didn't they wheel him out in a uh, like a um, like yeah, a lift, like a lift? Uh, yeah. yeah, they he he couldn't walk. Yeah, he was just he was having so much. He was, well, he was in constant pain yeah. all the time, and. Um, yeah, to even get back in the wrestling ring and try to take those bumps, it yeah. was, it wasn't, oh, yeah. I, oh, I can't imagine the pain that he was going oh, through. Oh yeah. But and yeah. everything he had to do had to be by the ropes so he could kind of lean into them and yeah, yeah. be like, if he down, he had to right. be by the rope so he could get up. Yeah. It was kind of sad. I mean. And part of the problem with that match is, I'm kind of jumping around a little bit, but um, it was kind of overshadowed by another match. Um, it was a lot better. Okay. Which was, oh, yeah, oh, the yeah. Macho Man, Randy Savage, <laughs> versus Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. <laughs> <laughs> 
that was like the match that made WrestleMania three. It was like the best match, and and to have to follow that, right? That was a bad spot with a uh, Andre that couldn't really move or right. do anything, you know. But yeah, but so do you think if Vince knew that there was going to be kind of that? Or was the buildup so big that he had to leave that as the as the main event? I don't I don't think they expected what Macho Man and, and Steamboat, um, did. Steamboat did. I mean, I just didn't think they thought they didn't think it was going to go like it did. And right on. And it, it's a brilliant match. I mean, he, I probably one of the best matches I've ever seen in my life, and it was. Huh. If you like wrestling, that that I'm gonna have to look that up because I, you know, I've obviously I've seen the the Hogan and Andre match, you know, over the years. I saw the interviews with Hogan and and everybody that you know talked about it and and all that. So I don't think I've ever seen that one. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good. The one. Intercontinental Heavyweight Champion. Yeah. Match. So yeah. was that for the title? I'm assuming that was for the title. Uh, Randy Savage put the champion. Uh-huh. Uh, no. Yeah. yeah Randy yeah, yeah. Savage went champion. Ricky Steamboat went the challenger. Uh, he had, Randy had Miss Elizabeth in his corner. Ricky Steamboat had Jordan the Animal Steel. Oh. Yeah, that was, that was a weird dude. <laughs> yeah, he just he looked like this dumb <laughs> guy that you found out in the wild, but well, he was a very brilliant man. <laughs> So wait, this says that George the Animus Steel had had developed a crush on mm-hmm. Savage's uh, Miss Elizabeth. Yeah. Really? Huh. Yeah. Well, I mean, who didn't really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, wait, who won who won the match? On Macho Man and yeah. Ricky Steamboat? Uh Ricky Steamboat won. Really? Yeah. Come away with the interna- international co- intercontinental uh, the intercontinental uh belt, huh? Yep. Interesting. And then goes and gets beat by the honky tonk man. <laughs> Son of a bitch! Who the fuck gets beat by the honky tonk man? Ricky Steamboat. God, that's a sad, sad world you live in, Dragon. <laughs> but there's a no whole other story behind that. But we'll get into that maybe some other time. But I got to get back to Hogan and Andre. Hogan and Andre. Yeah, they yeah they started the match. You know, they got in the ring and Hogan went kind of right away to try to slam. Andre and Andre fell on him, and there was controversy of whether there was a three count or not. Oh yeah, there's always got always yeah. a three count controversy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the ref guess. said Hogan got his elbow or his shoulder up his elbow. He got his shoulder <laughs> up in time, so you know, of course, Andre and Bobby the Brain Heenan were arguing that with the ref. And, oh yeah. And I think, I'm trying to remember, I should have watched the match again before I did this, but I'm trying to remember, I think for the most part, Andre kind of manhandled Hogan, you know, and and finally... Well, once again, I mean, not knowing whether Andre's going to let you go over, you don't want to, like, piss him off in the middle of, you know, like, legitimately piss him off. Mm. So I would imagine that it was kind of like walking on eggshells in that ring. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, I do know, to go back to that, because Hogan went up to Andre and said, hey, here's what I got, here's what I see for the match. And he gave him detail for detail, which is what you do when you're putting a match together. He gave him detail by, you know, in depth. And... Andre just said, don't worry about it. (laughs) So that's where Hogan's like, oh, shit. Oh, this is going to get fucked. (laughs) And Andre went out there, and he done what Hogan said. You know, everything Hogan said. That's what Hogan said. He said, yeah, he went out there, and he followed it, what I said. And he goes, I was worried he wasn't. Yeah. And, well... And it finally got, you know, if you've ever seen a Hulk Hogan match, you've seen them all. He gets the hell beat out of him the whole match. And then he hawks up, does this little shaking thing, and you! (laughs) And points at, you know, his opponent. Starts waylaying on him. Uh, With Andre, he did a couple clotheslines, and I think he body, then he finally picked him up and barely got him up for a body slam. Right. Are making this big deal. Oh, the first time Andre's ever been taken in. No, 
<laughs> Hogan himself has body slam talk. Uh, Andre, Andre the Giant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what? Uh, not more than not not just once, but many many, many times. Ma- many times. Um, yeah. I'm, uh, I was yeah, gonna they look re- that. yeah they wrestled before this many many times. Right. But we'll get into that. Um, but yeah, the match. Yeah, he did his leg drop after he body slammed him. One two three. Oh yeah, had to do the had to do the dance for you like the dance, you know. <laughs> did the, got the one two three. Did his posing. Andres got in his little cart and went back, and everybody was just pelting him with cups, and he was getting all that paper, all the stuff thrown at him by really? the fans. I mean that that just disrespectful. That, it is disrespectful. You know, that guy's a legend. I mean, yep. He's playing a character, you know. He's not, like, really an asshole. I tell you, though, man, uh, those fans take shit very seriously. Oh, they do. Yeah. They do. Especially I, back. I remember being in Lima uh, one time with my dad, and he come out just to stand by the edge of the the hallway that came out from the locker rooms, and he's standing there, um, and... There were some kids that spotted him up on the bleachers, and yeah. yeah, they started throwing shit at him throughout the the time he was standing there. And of course, you know, he was uh, he loved every minute of that oh, shit. Yeah. You know, it was like he's it, got somebody's attention, and and they don't like him, and he kind of played it up. And, yeah. And now your like dad that. with the hill, you most know. of the time. Yeah. Now, um, had, did he had he ever had a situation to where he had a van, a fan try to be violent? Or, yes. Yeah. You want one? Oh, yeah. you want you want yeah, this story? You want this story? This is a story that uh, as as uh, how I heard it. Okay. Okay. And, and once again, it's in Ohio. Um, he's wrestling, uh, uh, and he he has a fan who is absolutely irate with him and absolutely hates him, and that's what makes a good heel. If you can get the crowd to absolutely hate you, and he had the guy, and he packed up, and he was he was heading out the door. He gets out into the parking lot, and there's the fan with a shotgun. Oh shit! And he he walked up on him, and you know this fan is is livid, wanted to fucking just put him down. And so my dad, being the guy he is, he he wasn't a he didn't back down. He walked up on the guy, and the guy standing there with shotgun, and a police officer walked up. And said, Are, do we have a problem here? And my dad looks at the guy holding the shotgun and goes, no, I was just thinking about buying this gun off this guy. And uh, he just brought it over to show it to me. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm interested in it. And we're just kind of discussing it. And the, and the policeman goes, you, you don't live in Ohio. You're going back to Indiana because he knew him. Yeah. He goes, you can't, you, can't, uh, you can't buy that and take it across state lines. And he turned around, looked at the guys. Oh man, I'm really sorry. Sorry, buddy. I didn't mean to waste your time, you know, dealing with this. And uh, the guy's like, "Yeah, no problem." And turns around and walks away. That fan that was so pissed off at him that whole entire time, and wanted to wanted to literally shoot him, showed up to every match that he had in that town ever since then, and escorted him in and escorted him out. Nice. Yeah. So once taking a very bad situation and flipped it, and now he had a he now he had a friend. Yeah. He had a guy that you know he it was not thinking clearly, and you know something bad could have happened, but it, it flipped it around and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, yeah. So there you go. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I like that. Story. Yeah. The the biggest problem I've had with with fans uh, as a when I was a heel manager um, with more of the older ladies. Oh, yeah. they would just yell and cuss at you like you were. You know, uh huh. You're a fucking asshole. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. So are you. <laughs> Yeah, that's and and of course you know that's when you egg it on and you oh, you know yeah. you make the comments that mm-hmm. uh, you're gonna tickle their asshole later, <laughs> <laughs> you know just to, yeah. just to 
punch that bad boy home. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you gotta. They love it when you play when you oh, when yeah. you react. Back, yeah, you know. So yeah, I do. <laughs> and sometimes you gotta not react back to react back a little bit later to make it even worse. But, oh. Yeah, I've seen I've seen it all. I've seen it go a lot of different ways. <laughs> oh, but you gotta be careful because you gotta. You don't want to take away from the match, right? You know, as a manager, you don't want attention getting drawn to you going at it with another fan, you right? Know? Right. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you got to be quick and yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know what you're saying. <laughs> you got to be able to get your hits in, but yet you're still not focused on that. You know, you're moving around. You know, you you kind of get your get your snaps in and then move away from that yeah, area to, yeah. to, uh, and, but then you move over and somebody else is coming at you and it's mm. like, Jesus, <laughs> I just, as long as you don't throw heavy objects, that, that's when, you know, things get a little oh, weird. Yeah. yeah. You don't never had that problem. And I don't know that I ever seen anybody throw chairs or anything at him, but, uh, I've seen a lot of, uh, cups and cans, no bottles, but cut. Yeah. The problem is, is the fans need to remember that it, it is, it's it's theater. You yes. know, it, you know they they don't really they're, so, they're doing a dance. Those are some mm-hmm. of the nicest guys in the world. So those guys that you hate and are heels are the super nicest guys. You yeah, know usually the heel guys are really great. Yeah, it's the fan favorites that are assholes in the back. <laughs> really, I mean, I'm not even gonna lie. No, it's true. <laughs> it's very very true. Although I have known a lot of them and. You know, even the fan favorites, you know, I always got along really good with yeah. them. So. I try to get along with everybody, but, you know. Uh, it, it's the way it should be. I don't know. The How the we get in talking about? <laughs> yeah. It just happens. Yeah. It happens. That, that's the beauty of this show. Yeah, you never know where yeah. we're going. <laughs> I mean, we're not trying to be experts and just educate you. We're just giving opinions. That's and, right. That's right. Don't forget that. We are not experts. <laughs> and as Colton would say, our opinions are usually wrong. Yes. More times than not, my opinion. Like I said, I I mess up something every... Every episode. Every episode. Yeah. I I call our podcast the wrong podcast. <laughs> and, you know, and I call this the call guy because I guess I'm jealous, you know. It, yeah, it's I want to be the call guys. You know? It's true. It's true. <laughs> I want to be a call guy. <laughs> I want to be a call guy. <laughs> hey, at least I've gotten to be on the show once. So. Hey, I've been on it eight times. Eight times. <laughs> well, you're kind of the owner. Oh, that's true. That's <laughs> you true. can do what you want. I just call up and go, I want to be on the show. And they were like, oh, okay. Fuck. He wants to be on the show again. Yeah. <laughs> Colton, I'm really sorry. Dad said he wants to be on the show again. <laughs> he, he, is the, he is the emperor. We probably ought to let him on. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't asking. He was telling. He was telling. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Yeah. But the Hogan. Okay. Let me get back to Hogan and Andre here. Um, Hogan and Andre. After that, this whole feud went on for a whole another year. Right. And you know they wrestled again in WrestleMania four. And I don't know. Do we want to get into that whole thing or? Um. I mean, we are talking the uh, the Hogan Andre okay. scenario. So yeah. Let's give me a summary of it. Okay. So. What had happened is before the WrestleMania four happened, there was a show on NBC, and it was called the main event, and it was in prime time. Okay. And the main event was Hogan, Andre again. Again, because you know you have a horse and it's dying, so you got to finish yeah. it off. Yeah. <laughs> but and this was like the biggest rated prime time wrestling show like ever was this like before raw yeah okay well there was like a monday night show or tuesday night show or something that was on usa network like yeah because everybody fucking had usa network in the 80s yeah (laughs) (laughs) i did (laughs) oh shit frankie frankie had some of that uh you know that moolah that he get that cable you know what i'm saying i didn't mom did (laughs) She said she didn't, but yeah. some, somehow she But paid somehow the bill. you still had fucking Monday Night Wrestling, so <laughs> yeah. don't bitch. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they had this main event. Um, they were wrestling, and there ended up being this big. Okay, 
I got it backed up. Damn he's, it. He's I hate when I do that. He's backtracking. Andre had became, because Hogan also started feuding with Ted DiBiase, the million dollar man. Uh-huh. Because everybody got their price. Everybody <laughs> had, that's right. Yep. And so they had been feuding. Well, Andre got in with, got in with Ted DiBiase because Ted DiBiase was trying to buy Instead of winning the championship, because he just couldn't, he couldn't beat Hogan, so he was trying to buy it. Hogan told him, basically, you know, fuck off. Yeah. I'm not selling it. So he kind of recruited Andre to win the title and sell Give it, it to him. Yeah. yeah, and sell it to him. Right on. So that's what they were doing. And, well, the match happened. It's going... Um, pretty basic Hulk Hogan match, you know, type of deal. Well, Andre at a point went to pin Hogan, and the referee went down, counted one, two, shoulder clearly up. You know, everybody in the world can see it. Three. Uh huh. So Andre wins. He got the title. He hands it over to DiBiase, obviously. Hogan's like, what the hell? I my shoulder. You know, everybody's seen it, you know. And all the, you know, the announcers and stuff. He didn't, are, he didn't do the voice. Oh. What the hell, brother? <laughs> what brother? <laughs> yeah, I, my throat started to hurt. I can't do that. <laughs> oh, shit. But, yeah, anyway, he's in there having his little Hogan hissy fit. Oh, a Hogan hissy. <laughs> a Hogan like hissy. Like always. Well, all of a sudden, you know, as he's yelling at this referee, here comes the other referee coming out, identical looking to the referee that's in the ring. Oh. Uh, the referee that made his way into the ring was the ref that was supposed to be in the ring. <laughs> and it was uh, Ted DiBiase bought out um, uh, Earl Hepner and... Uh, Oh, his other his brother, um, I can't wait. Can't I think of his damn name all of a sudden? Oh, shit. Earl Hepner and oh, the Hepner brothers. Okay, let's go with the Hepner brothers. Yeah. Um, you know, Dave. They, Dave. Dave Hepner. Yeah. yeah, Dave was supposed to be doing the match. Well, they locked him in a closet or some shit, <laughs> paid Dave to come out, or Earl, Earl. to come out and... Grew over Hogan, basically. Okay. Which, history on Earl Hepner's, he liked to do screw jobs. But we'll okay. get into that. Because <laughs> I can start talking about that, and I'm not going to. But anyway, <laughs> he um, you know, basically screwed Hogan. Uh, Dave knocked, knocked him on his ass. And so it comes out next week, you know. DiBiase or Andre. I don't think DiBiase was ever looked at as the champion. Right, right. Although my cousin went and seen a live show after that in Fort Wayne uh-huh. that happened right after. Because the uh, event that this happened at, uh, the main event, it happened in Indianapolis. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah Saturday, uh, the main event on a Saturday night. Yes. While they were in Fort Wayne a couple of days later, Ted DiBiase was there, and they did announce him as the heavyweight champion. Oh. So, but I don't think when you look in the the record books, it has Andre as the champion. Uh-huh. But not... Um, DiBiase. DiBiase. Yeah. So, the thing that they had said was, well, you can't just give a title to somebody. So, we're going to strip the title. Oh. Which led up to WrestleMania four. They had a tournament. Andre and Hogan got a bye in the first round, and they faced each other in the second round. Okay. And what happened? Double DQ. Big thing. Because everybody knew, oh, my God, we're getting a new champion. Right, right. And, you know, that that was just huge because it had been Hulk Hogan, Hulkamania forever. Well, yeah, he, won the, he got the trophy for being the yeah, champion for three yeah, years. Yeah. You know, so he at this point, it's you know a little over four years he's been champion, and so at WrestleMania four, 
So, you know, people freaked out, you know, and that pretty much ended the Hogan-Andre thing, I think. I think. There might have been some more. I can't remember. Uh, I'm just kind of reading over my notes here, and, and uh, I don't really see any anything, you know, too much. Yeah. Uh, you know, the wind down of the feud, you yeah. know. Um, uh I'm just. I'm sorry. I'm still just kind of no, reading no, over my stuff here. I'm just listening. But yeah. But okay. Do you know who won, ended up winning the tournament? I do not. Oh yeah. No. Oh, Randy, Randy Macho, Macho Man. You know, add the face. He was the face. Right. Hogan came. Uh, Hogan came out and helped him. Could you know? Can't have Hogan. Can't let anybody else have the spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> and Hulk, Rand- if you're listening to this <laughs> podcast, uh, the the views uh, of Frankie <laughs> Vegas do not re- necessarily represent the views of Golden Mojo Entertainment. <laughs> well, it should <laughs> because it's true. <laughs> um, well, you know he yeah, he yeah. is Randy uh, Savage beat uh, Ted DiBiase, so. So it it came down to DiBiase and Savage in the ring for the yeah for and the final. Uh, well, you said it was a tournament style, so it was yeah. bracket bracket style. Yeah, right on. So it came down to them, and Savage beat with the help of Hogan beat. How did he help him? I think he. Oh wow. I have not watched WrestleMania four in forever. Um, <laughs> it's not one of his favorites. Oh, I love WrestleMania four. I oh. just haven't watched it in a while. <laughs> That's one. Of, it's actually one of my favorites. <laughs> Excuse me. You think Hogan hit DiBiase with a chair? I or think something? he did something like that, or Virgil, uh, the henchman for DiBiase. Maybe he went to hit Hogan. Hogan, I can't remember. Right on. But yeah, some, Hogan did something. Because he did it, and he went back and sit in the corner like, I didn't do nothing. But what? <laughs> not me. Not me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, you know, so Savage wins, and and then that's it. And then they form the Mega Powers, and <laughs> which, of course, once again, Hogan pisses off another partner. And right, right. And ends up. You know, but yeah. that's yeah. Well, you got to have the next WrestleMania. That's WrestleMania yeah. five. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Yeah. Um, and uh, oh man, yeah, so yeah, but Andre and Hogan, yeah, they they had a history, they but it was the opposite, it was back before this, it was when it went to the WWWF, I believe, right? Um, Andre was the good guy, Hogan went the bad guy, and they wrestled in WWWF, and they had big matches like at Shea Stadium and stuff like that. Right, right. And, yeah, Hogan had body slammed. He never beat Andre, but he did body slamming right. several times. Yeah. Cause they, met, they met each other several times. Well, and they gave a list, too, of other wrestlers who oh, yeah. actually body slammed yeah, yeah. Andre yeah. prior I can, to yeah. uh I can think of a couple off the top of my head. I know uh, Ab- um, I thought uh, Kamala. Uh-huh. Um, I think uh, L L Kamala. Uh, no wait, yeah, some Kamala, uh, the Ugandan giant, crap flapping belly. Okay. Yeah. Um, Harley Race. Uh huh. And I think there's like a like a handful of like Japanese wrestlers that did it because he was over in Japan a lot. You know, I think him and Hogan. It was funny when they were feuding in the United States. They were tag team partners in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you could get away with that now because no, of like the internet. No, yeah, and stuff, you know, you couldn't have got away with yeah. that old. Story. I was like, you ain't gonna believe this. Mm-hmm. They take a picture and it's on there. Stan Hansen also. Stan Hansen was another one. Stan the Lariat Hansen. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah. Yeah. Five hundred and twenty-five pounds. Can you imagine picking that up and body slamming that? Well, I mean, when you know in wrestling, I mean, I don't, I mean, kayfabe, not a thing anymore. So, and kayfabe, that just, that's what the secret word was in wrestling back. To keep it secret, it was kayfabe. Like, if you ever watch an old wrestling match and you see them give them like a check, the name on it says kayfabe, you know. Right on. You know, so. Or that, well, some of them do it. I don't know. I can't say all of them did it that way, but 
I know kayfabe was that was everywhere. Um, I think ours was Mark. 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 Yeah. Babe. No, just like Mark. Oh yeah. The yeah. Mark. There's a Mark. There's a Mark. Yeah. There's a Mark. Well, yeah, that yeah. too. But you know, kayfabe was like the secret. Right on. The secret language or whatever you want to call it. We're getting deep into the world of professional wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even remember where I was going with that. But, um, yeah, where the hell was I going? We were talking about uh, body slamming. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, we're... Got him sidetracked. When you you body slam somebody, like, oh, yeah, because I'm, like, giving away wrestling secrets. Uh Uh-huh. The guy you're body slamming gives you a lot of help. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It ain't yeah. like you're picking him up. It's true. I mean, well, my little ass they can pick up, but, you know. Right, uh, but, I mean, still, uh, 525 pounds, and the guy was not really able to even stand up. How much help do you think he could give? Well, as long I mean, as enough he, to give a push-off. Give and, a push-off, uh, brace himself on the leg, and, and yeah, you know. Don't uh, try this at home, people. Yeah, the, Kids. these are professionals. <laughs> yeah, this backyard wrestling stuff's got to yeah, stop. Oh. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I mean, because people come into wrestling and think, oh, I, I did it in my backyard. No, you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, if you, uh, it's interesting because uh, one of my all-time favorite wrestlers is Al Snow, and you know why, because I, I, I grew up with him. He was, he was a little Could older. Be in South, Bend, or South Bend, I believe. When? Um, oh, I have to, I'll look it up when we yeah, get let me there. Know. Yeah, yeah, I might be in that. Show is he doing a, doing the? Is he doing a show or is he doing his comedy act? I uh, no, he did a the wrestling show. Really, I might, I might be in that. I don't know. Really? Yeah, just because Al Snow's going to be there. I I got a show tomorrow night with the same promoter, so I'll see if he'll let me be in the show. All right, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll let you know. I'll let you know. Yeah, for sure. Um, Anyway. Anyway, but yeah, so yeah, there's a lot with these moves. I mean, there's a lot of help. You're working together. Professional wrestling is a dance. Oh, yeah. You know, you got your dance partner. You're you're part athlete. You're part actor. You're part dancer. I mean, really. Putting together a match is not. No. It is not an easy thing. I mean, I'm sure you've listened to your dad put together a match. And it's. It's it's a thing. It, It. the wrestler was if you ever saw the movie The Wrestler yeah. with Mickey Rourke. Prime example. Watch that movie and you'll understand what he, what what Frankie's talking about. The guys will sit down and talk about what they want to do, and you know they have like you said, kayfabe and and you know different words that they can say to each other so they know what to expect yeah. next as far as what's coming up. Those guys are mostly. I would say probably 99% of the time, those guys are friends in the locker room and they trust each other and respect each other. And, you know, when they hit the ring, that's when you're like, oh, these guys fucking hate each other. But no, they're they're going out for a beer and a steak afterwards. Absolutely. Yeah. um, That happens all the time. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's constant. But uh, so they, you know, they need to work with each other. And so nobody gets hurt. Absolutely. Seriously hurt, you know. Yeah. That's why I always tell kids, you know, don't don't go out there and try it because you think it's real. Because I did that when I was younger. You know, I did the backyard wrestling, and yeah. the f- fact that I don't have a broken neck is, <laughs> is nothing short of a miracle. And I am dead serious when I say that. I <laughs> I never did it. Uh, I never did backyard wrestling. For one, I was a little too old to 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 really pull it off. But. Um, I wanted to follow in my father's footsteps. I wanted to go be a wrestler and do that. He would not allow me to because he knew um, the pain that he was going through, even when I was really young. And we used to go up into Michigan when he would train, and I would actually get in the ring and, and do some do some things. And he's like, you don't want to do this. This is not what you want to do. It's just... You know, it's just a life of pain and no money. And, yeah. you know, go do something else that's, you know, can be more um, down your line. But, uh, yeah, it was interesting to, you know, to be a, a part of the backstage and be in the dressing room and, and get to know those guys and, and all that stuff. And, you know, they really, truly are really good guys. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. I mean, yeah, it, it's an interesting 
what I see in the locker room and what I see in the ring, like two totally yep. different. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, it ain't nothing for like two guys to go out there, beat the hell out of beat the hell out of each other, bloody, mm-hmm. and then come back and give each other a big hug. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's like you all right, you all right. Did yeah, we, you know, absolutely. Did and we put this over okay? But like I said, don't. <laughs> any kids listening do not do this stuff you know go find a place to train by somebody that's reputable yeah that can teach you you know yeah and get a hold go get a hold of me i'll give you names you yeah know? and that's what i was talking about when we start talking about al with him doing the toughen up yeah series and if you watch that um the way that they trained and you know they taught they taught things about taking bumps and yeah. and putting over and, and all that stuff. So yeah, he's gonna be um, yeah he's doing like a seminar there too. Oh right on. Yeah. Plus, I think he's gonna wrestle. I believe. Good deal. But I will. I'm trying to coming back. Coming back to Indiana. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's get on out of here, Frankie. Okay. Unless you have anything you want to finish off with. I I don't. Okay. I'm all good. All right. I just, we could just, it's one of those subjects I can rattle on about forever. <laughs> nobody wants to really hear that. But. I don't know. Isocam loves the, loved the first WrestleMania when we did. Uh, hopefully he's enjoying this one. Yeah. 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 Iso, give us a, give us some feedback, you know, yeah. maybe give us something you want to, like I said, anybody wants us to talk about something particular? Yep. Please let us know. For you know? sure. I mean, I will try to talk about anything. I may not know what the hell I'm talking about, and I have proven that. But yeah, please do. Anyway, all right. Well, you got my socials. I do. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Golden Eighties uh, podcast with me and Frankie. We love it that you've come in and and spent the last hour with us and listened to us ramble on. Um, if you like what you hear, please tell us. Uh, the Golden image 80s at gmail.com there's a lot of emails that i got to remember people you have to forgive me <laughs> also uh you know if you want to help us out a little bit go to golden mojo ent uh click on that merch button and pick yourself up a golden 80s t-shirt or a hoodie or a pint glass there's several pieces on there go check it out there's always more to come so come back regularly to check out what we've been putting up there and, uh, you know, go support the Golden 80s with a kick-ass T-shirt. If you like us, there may be some other program on the Golden Mojo Empire that you like, which includes The Call Guys, Golden Image Podcast, The United States of Paranormal, Indiana Chiefs Fans, Murd Nerds, or A Court of Books and Booze. All of them you can be found at goldenmojoent.com. So, yeah, go check them out. Thank you guys for uh, for tuning in, and uh, we'll get back to you in, in another week with some more 80s kick-ass stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, until then, later. See ya.